If we are to individualize our leadership, we will also want to find out what a person believes. In supervising younger therapists and talking over their patient situations, I'm often surprised that they pay so little attention to belief systems. I suppose they have been taught in graduate school to stay away from theological discussions, and they make the mistake of thinking that the good therapist spends the whole session talking about feelings and never discusses beliefs. As if the two were separable, so much of a person's emotional life and behavior stems from the convictions at the core of his or her existence. As M. Scott Peck says, there are people who say they have no religion and yet have very pronounced views of the world. For example, if a person sees the universe as basically a dog-eat-dog world where one must fight to survive, the therapist or anyone who wants to motivate that person must know that. If, on the other hand, people are pacifists, you may not want to use military imagery in trying to motivate them. Many of my patients will say, when asked about their beliefs, that they are confused. That's one reason I'm in therapy. They will retort with some exasperation. I have no idea what I believe. For such persons, I have a very simple assignment. Before our next session, I ask them to write down at least 20 things about which they are certain. The items do not have to be world-shaking pronouncements, simply some things they know to be true, or some things they love or hate. One engineer said on his first visit to my office that he didn't know if there was anything wrong with him or not, but he'd been crying a great deal and sometimes slept through the weekend. He had grown up in an orthodox Christian home, then rebelled, and now called himself an agnostic. Everything seems so relative, he said. Morals have all changed, standards have all changed, and I feel as if I'm doubting everything and believing nothing. Perhaps he thought I would preach at him about returning to his faith, but instead I asked him to go home and make a list of things he believed. If you're not sure about certain religious beliefs, I said, lay them aside for now and concentrate on the things you're sure about. When he returned the following week, he was carrying in his hand a notebook, and his eyes had lost some of their hollow look. He was a little embarrassed, he said, because the list was such a hodgepodge. The notebook contained such statements as these. Animals deserve to be treated kindly. I'm happiest when I live near the ocean. Sex is great. It's important to tell the truth. Careful craftsmanship is always good and sloppy work always causes trouble. I love my kids more than anything. Hate is always wrong and love is always right. Kindness to someone in trouble is awfully admirable. He went on to say that he felt better to have discovered, after a little introspection, that he actually did believe in some things and that there were some convictions with which he could operate, even while plagued by doubt, as that engineer I have worked together. His list has grown and a number of his old discarded beliefs have returned. 
he has even returned to church. But my point is this, all people have belief systems, however buried, and until we get some idea of that configuration, until we learn what people value and what they want in life, we cannot expect to build a successful plan for motivating them.